Are you happy most of the time? Are you happy all of the time? <gasps> oh no! Poppy, tell him about how much you hate me. Tell him. Tell him. But no, I don't hate you. Yeah, you do. You hate me. Come on, tell him. No, I swear I don't. Remember that one time that you said you, you hate me? Why are you saying this? Tell him you hate me. But I don't hate you. Come on, you hate me, remember? No. Bye. Hello. Hello, Internet. How's it going, Internet? Welcome to another week of Outrage Factory. Uh, I was, we're, we're fucking bored with our former theme songs. So. Yeah, so we decided to pop in some Poppy there. Please don't sue us, Poppy. We're big fans. Uh, if you guys have any cool inner, or outrage or uh, anger-related songs. That aren't from the 90s. We're trying to get away from that. The previous Lagwagon one was pretty dope, but it kind of made it sound dated. So we kind of want to pretend like we're not stuck in the 90s. All the alternatives we found were like uh, Green Day yeah. from Dookie, uh, Offspring from mm -hmm. an album in the 90s. Apparently, despite people becoming more angry about everything now, they're recording less songs about it. Yeah, I guess because people, I don't know, somehow got sick of Pantera. Which I don't understand at all. No, I don't know how that could happen. Yeah, like, why isn't there more bands that just sound like sweet early Pantera? Uh, if you're a musician and you want to uh, record a song about dumb people getting mad about shit on the internet all the time for exposure, yeah. we will gladly pay Ro you absolutely nothing. Royalty free, please. Um, also... Even though we like that 90s sound, like I said before, we're trying to get away from that. So I don't know, make it make it sound like people like it so they listen to our podcast. Well, basically what we're trying to do is we want to be the most abrasive and annoying part of the podcast. So we want to... Not the theme song. Yeah, yes. not the theme song. We don't want them to be annoyed 10 seconds in. We want them to be annoyed 30 <laughs> seconds in. <laughs> Just once they hear the sounds of our voices. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a proper marriage between uh, content providers and fans should be, you should hate us, not the music we're exploiting for the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> stealing. <with laughs> <Yeah. no. laughs> exploiting is a nicer way of saying stealing. I think that covers it nicely. Uh, so what should we start with? What yesterday was? Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't, any of our American listeners might want to tune out at this point. This yeah. is going to be a very Canadian episode. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Dale and I live in Canada. We do, and it's totally awesome, and it isn't in any state at all. We're not as apologetic as your average Canadians. Yeah, and I don't say boot unless I do it and I just don't hear it. That would be funny if this whole time I had like a thick Canadian accent and I was just never aware of I it. I think we do. But, you know, we're not going to pick up on it. Yeah, it just sounds right because it is right. Like, I guess it's weird when you say Canadian accent because whenever somebody says Canadian accent, I think of like Newfie or something like a very pronounced accent. See, that's that's my <laughs> nice way of tiptoeing dancing around it that they say it sound weird. Sounds fucking ridiculous. Because like if you say an American accent or like a British person says, oh, that American accent, you think Southern American accent. Like yeah, Texas. or you got, uh, you know, you got Texas, you got uh, Fargo. Yeah, that's the, the Milwaukee, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's probably part of Canada would sound like that, too. Like the there's the Boston, the Boston. 
Bast and That's, I'm horrible at accents. So oh I want to make that aware to everyone. Remember when Bastin. we A funny thing was, we were throwing around ideas for this podcast before we had we started this podcast. And what I was really hot and bothered to do was uh, a shitty British accent podcast. Which could, we, could still be in the works. Yeah, if you want to hear that, let us know. And if too many of people you tell us that it's stupid and you want nothing to do with it, we'll record it. That, that'll make <laughs> us more likely to do yeah, it. Yeah, it, we react out of spite, kind of just to be more in touch with the internet. Like, because that's how the internet reacts to stuff. <laughs> Anyways, back to Canada Day. Yeah, so it was Canada's 150th uh, birthday Let yesterday. me correct you there with some nerd facts. Yeah, go for it. Actually, it was uh, the 150th anniversary of Canada in the country we know today. <laughs> Confederation, yeah. But uh, I'm just going to read a paragraph straight off Wikipedia Do because we're not going to get lower marks for... It's weird Talking. that you, you actually did attribution there, which is something yeah. we so rarely do. Well, when it's Wikipedia, <laughs> it's just throwing it out in the ether because anybody on the internet could edit it. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Anyways, starting in the late 15th century, French and British expeditions explored, colonized, and fought over various places within North America in what constitutes present-day Canada. The colony of New France was established in 1534 and was ceded to the United Kingdom in 1763 after the French defeat in the Seven Years' War. The now British province of Quebec was divided into Upper and Lower Canada in 1791 and reunified in 1841. In 1867, the province of Canada was... Oh, sorry... In 1867, the province of Canada was joined with two other British colonies of New Brunswick and Nova Scotia through confederation, forming a self-governing entity named Canada. So that's where the 150 comes from. If you talked in that voice all the time, you would sound so much smarter on I know. this podcast. Well, you would also have to not see me for me to sound <laughs> way smarter because a 250-pound man talking in that voice... Talking in this voice. ...is very alarming. Hello. Hello. I'm going to touch your children. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so Canada was formed, the country, in 1867... But, a fun fact, Newfoundland and Labrador didn't join until 1949, and then, I don't know, like 10 years ago, they split one territory into two territories. Into two territories. Nobody lives in the godforsaken territories. Anyways, and if you do, you don't have the internet. You probably have dial-up. You never hear this podcast. So, we won't have to hear your complaints about our podcast for, what, like a year or two? Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, so, there were some uh, special events commemorated, of course, to, to mark the... Sesquicentennial. Wow, that's, 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 that's a fancy, nice word. Fancy for 150. Sesquicentennial. I uh, can't wait for another excuse to use that word. Yeah, it's never going to happen. When I live to be 150 <laughs> and all of you are dead. <laughs> I achieve immortality through well, dumb podcasting. Yeah, I think, I think what it is is uh, if you promise to yourself to annoy strangers completely over the internet, I really think it expands your lifespan. It should. I mean, we're not getting the the blood pressure spikes that most people, like the yeah. people we mock who spend all their yeah. time angry about shit. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, I'm angry by myself Speaking in my room. <laughs> of angry about shit. <laughs> oh yeah, and Canada Day. Fuck man, this is one of those good segues we keep huh? talking huh? about. Huh? So, uh, our good old hairdo in charge of things over there in Ottawa. That would be Justin Trudeau, the, uh, 
prime minister? Eternal crush of uh, liberals in the United States just because if you he's wanna, marginally better than Remember Trump. how it used to be if a girl ordered pumpkin spice latte, she was a basic bitch? Remember that? Well, I'm not. I don't even feel comfortable saying that. Well, I guess <laughs> basically the new way to find out if some girl is basic is she has a crush on Justin Trudeau or dudes for for that matter? <laughs> I guess, it's yeah. just disgusting. Like, I guess I guess a homosexual crush makes you crush crush makes you kind of unbasic in of of its own u- unique in yeah. a way. Uh, so yeah, we had this thing last week where Trudeau wore rainbow socks to a pride event, and everyone was squealing about how fucking. And you great know he what was. happened? All gay rights systematically proven and. Forward. Well, we did have uh, Germany voting in favor of same-sex marriage, which actually blew my fucking, like, it's 2017, they're supposed to be a Western nation, and they had not uh, made it legally official until this past week. Yeah. Uh, I think Germany's just trying to fucking catch up on everything just in the last, like, <laughs> seven years. They're like, shit, what can we pass? Okay, this, that, and then... They also passed a network, blah, 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 that I need to read to know the full name, but we'll talk about that after we talk about Trudeau. Yeah, so Trudeau, uh, again, this just proves how dumb everyone is, but Trudeau wore rainbow socks to a Pride event, and everyone's squealing about how great he is, and then yesterday in his uh, address to Canada on Canada's 150th birthday, he neglected to mention one of the 13 Canadian provinces and territories, and of course it was the one most likely to <laughs> shit their pants about Yeah, it. like, if if for some reason you don't know how much Alberta hates Eastern Canada and feels alienated in the West, like British Columbia, sure, we'd be alienated, but it's so fucking green and beautiful here, we don't really care. But if you're the desolate prairies of Alberta and you don't have the Rocky Mountains to protect you in case of a zombie apocalypse, you get pretty butthurt when Justin Trudeau just forgets you when he's addressing each province in the nation and territories. He's like, hey, I love everybody in Canada, except for Alberta. Okay, skill testing question. Name all 13 provinces and territories without looking at the internet. Go. See, what I do, what what Trudeau should have did was start on one side and go across. So British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Macau. Quebec is the name of the province. I always, wow. I'm always like Montreal's the name. No, that's a city. Uh, Ontario, uh, Saint John. Is that no? That's a city. That's a Nova city. Scotia, Newfoundland, Labrador, PEI, Northwest Territories. None of it. And oh, oh so close. This so one's close. the newest. So close. No, you got n- none of it's the newest. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is oh, the one directly Northwest north. Territories directly and north of BC. Also, the title of a Calvin and Hobbes uh, book. He Uh, he keeps trying to run away to the... uh, Also, the name of a character from that creepy claymation Rudolph thing. Uh, Sasquatch? No. (laughs) Sasquatch. (laughs) The Grinch? It's the Yukon. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Dale DeRuder is almost as smart as our prime minister. But see, I forgot the Yukon. Probably the most desolate and least populated territory <laughs> slash province, so the least likely heat. And 
Everybody in Alberta's got a bug up their ass from the NDP and all these carbon taxes that I'm way too lazy to learn about and too bored by to listen to. Yeah, so everyone in Alberta already hates Justin Trudeau. This did not help at all. Uh, Like, Trudeau was doing this without the aid of a teleprompter or something. Which Which is your first mistake. Take a lesson from Barack Obama. Yeah, don't, don't, obviously, like, okay, Trudeau... Uh, fine. He's he's good looking. Everyone on the left has uh, this total insane infatuation with him. Yeah, I don't understand. Not the smartest dude. I'm no. just gonna I'm just gonna chuck it out there. I mean, Probably watch one of his speeches, and the ums and ahs will enrage you. Which, by the way, okay. So two weeks ago, we recorded a podcast, yeah. and for the first time ever, I made an effort to like go back and edit it. And I tried editing all the times you and I said um and ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it took me like four hours to edit that well, thing. We suck at public speaking. My defense is this is over an hour <laughs> and we're not the prime minister. <laughs> Which Touché, makes, sir. Makes it okay. Touché. Like, yeah, okay, forgetting a province. Yeah, it's hard to remember them all. But you're the prime minister. Literally... Your job is to make everybody feel... And he's like the people guy. And Yeah, in like, a speech addressing the nation, yeah. uh, talking about Canada's unity and strength on our 150th birthday. Okay, so this goes two ways. Number one, yeah, it's it's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, it's an error. Those happen. Trudeau, not smart. Errors are going to come up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, you have all these people who legitimately believe that this is an intentional slight against Alberta. Okay, I want to jump in here because I want to... I don't really want to play devil's advocate, but I want to just... Let's just pretend he did it on purpose. Okay. Because that would make this situation a whole (laughs) lot funnier. And it would be the petty, I'm Justin Trudeau, I'm a wild card, but I'm not actually, I'm just a big square ideal I have of him. Like when he... um, when that person in that public debate or whatever was like, I need an English-speaking doctor or sign or something, and they're only in French, and then he answered in French. Yes. Like, I don't think he did it on purpose, but you could make an argument set through precedent that he did, in fact, do it on purpose. Yes. So, but what I'm saying is, I don't think he did it on purpose, but I could see how someone... In the already terminally butthurt because they're now broke, Alberta would see it as on purpose. Yes. Uh, I could see why they would believe that, but we're also talking about a lot of people whose brains are fundamentally broken in how they <laughs> approach politics. Yeah, and that's true. It's just like this uh, insane hyperpartisan shit all the time, and uh, liberals are the enemy, the NDP is the enemy, the only party that really understands them or will ever care about Alberta is the Conservative Party, which is fucking ludicrous. Yeah, that is ludicrous. Like, like he, the Conservatives cared about money, and Alberta at the time made a lot of money, so by happenstance he cared about Canada or Alberta. But see, another thing, too, is uh, Trudeau's trying to push through the mountain pipeline. So that would be super bonuses for Alberta. Yeah, but no one there will ever, you know, I I don't think anyone there will ever give him credit for that particularly. This is also, I saw people, uh, members of the Wild Rose Party, which is like the, the far right party in Alberta, which like... Far right in Alberta is, like, far right in Texas. Like, yeah. you, you have 
the left wingers are right wing, and then the far right is like woo, yeah, way far like, right. Yeah, they're um, not. They're not. They're almost as right as the Republicans, I'd say. Yeah. So I saw elected <laughs> officials from uh, from the Wild Rose Party talking. They were like, "Oh, Trudeau forgets about us, and we prefer it that way. Don't ever." Uh, don't talk about us again. Or I don't know. This one asshole was like, "Yeah." Uh, but this is a province that two two years ago during the the Fort McMurray so wildfires that yeah. swept through and pretty much raised an entire Alberta city to the ground. Yeah. Uh, these people were shitting all over the government for uh, not reacting fast enough and not giving them bailout money fast enough and not doing enough to to aid in the rebuild. So you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't bitch yeah. that the government isn't helping you enough. Uh, yeah, so in future reference, if you're going to be crybaby and butthurt, just pick one direction and go with that direction. You can't be like, oh, my God, they didn't help us pay, us, pay enough attention to us, and then go back and be like, well, we don't want you to pay attention yeah, to us. Yeah, we prefer it this way, although really not too many people with the political climate the way it is now are going to notice the disassociation between those two yeah. statements. They're just going to be like, fuck yeah, liberals are always yeah. wrong. I support this guy. Uh, yeah, I understand how how Trudeau could make a mistake, but he's he's really given uh, a lot of right wing idiots and rabble rousers uh, yeah. ammo to use in yeah. in the next. See, election. the problem with Trudeau is in his people pleasing, he says all this ridiculous left wing stuff, and then he doesn't do it. So it's like he's all these right wingers are getting mad at what he's saying and not what he's doing. Like I. At first, was all like, "Oh my God, Trudeau, whatever. Where's he going to get this magic money tree to pay for all these social programs he's teaching?" Well, he's and not then, doing any of that shit. Like every other politician, he's like, "Oh wait, I forgot. You need money. Fuck it. Let's do this stuff that makes money." And then I was like, "Oh, okay. That seems normal. That seems like pretty good." But all these right wingers are like, "Remember all that shit he said that he never did? We're still pissed off about that." Yeah, and the left is going to be pissed off because he doesn't actually do the stuff that he says he's going to do. Um, the good thing about the left being pissed off is they never actually do anything <laughs> because they're too pissed off about too many things and they haven't comp- comp- compartmentalized it in an effective way to actually act on change. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. So I made a comment uh, after Trudeau's sock outing at the Pride Parade that was like, you know, I'd rather have a prime minister who actually did shit than just like showed up in flashy socks yeah. for photo ops. Like Nenshi did. And yeah, and people, I, I fucking love Nenshi, man. Yeah, but that's, he's, okay, so people who don't know, Mayor Nahid Nenshi's been the mayor of Calgary, Calgary for Conservative stronghold. He's a very like, liberal guy. For how long? Uh, two two terms, I think. Yeah, two terms. Anyways, when I said he nenshied it, Nenshi, at least in his first term, was a very popular and I guess infamous for wearing purple and having purple socks and being like, look at my crazy socks. I'm the fun mayor. I know what kids like because I wear weird socks. That was actually a thing. Like, he would always talk about how weird his socks were that he was wearing. And that's why I say, you know where I'm going with this. I don't, I don't really need to spell it out, Spe- do I? Do it, do it. So that's why when Justin Trudeau said, look at my rainbow socks, he nenshied it. Does that? Yeah, no, that's do we get that's it? good. But the difference is that Nenshi is actually a very civically active guy who is like, you know, very engaged in his community, uh, has implemented a lot of policies that have benefited Calgarians as a whole. Yeah, and I also... Believe, at least on the outside to me. 
and also he's working with a way smaller uh, pool that he can affect so he can be really quirky and still get stuff done in a good manner. Yeah, but uh, Trudeau has done fuck all that I have seen since he's hey, come to power in he, terms uh, of... He passed that new dam. Ah, oh, shit. Site C. Yeah, but that's... Okay, so here's the, he campaigned on a very uh, left-wing platform. Oh, yeah. And then everything he's done has <laughs> <Yeah>. been... <laughs> Which, yeah, this is which I'm in favor of. Like, yeah. I, I think Site C is necessary. I think uh, the, uh, not the Keystone, the Trans Mountain Pipeline yeah. necessary. Well, plus what people don't realize. Okay, anybody who doesn't realize this. Uh, I feel like this is the, this is what's actually happening podcast. <laughs> but the Trans Mountain, what's actually happening with the Trans Mountain Pipeline is there is a pipeline from Edmonton, Alberta that goes to Kamloops and then comes down here. And that's how we get, like, lots of oil and shit from Edmonton and Alberta. What the uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline that he's actually proposing and pushing forward is they're putting another pipeline beside the already there pipeline. So all these people who are like, oh, we don't want a new pipeline are dumb because they're just putting it directly beside it. Yeah, they're twinning it. Although they are running it uh, directly into... Port of Vancouver, isn't it? Or is this yeah, the Kitimat one? Uh, no, that's that's the Northern Gateway. This yeah. is the one that's coming directly to the Port of Vancouver, and they went through a fucking mountain in Port Moody. What a mountain's done for me lately. No, I like that they went through the mountain, because I every once in a while, we as humans have to be like, oh my god, there's natural disasters, we're so feeble, We're gonna, all our houses blew over, and then you just go, you know what, fucking mountain? <laughs> Boom, <laughs> right through you. A show of force yeah. for nature. And put then, it in its place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, so a lot of a lot of the policies Trudeau has pushed through have been uh, a little more. I wouldn't call them uh, right wing, but definitely right leaning. Uh, they're, they're more like we actually like money in our society being able to run. Yeah, but then he does that and he he counteracts it with the uh, the carbon tax and like sticking to the the Paris Climate Accord and. Basically, the way he's playing it is uh, safe centrism, and he's pissing off because n- nobody's a centrist anymore. Everyone is. Dale's a centrist. Right or left. I find myself skewing that way more and more all the yeah. time. I mean, I'm still left winger well, to the core. I don't but. know. It's it's more like I'm not a centrist. I just, I've gotten accustomed to the way our society works, so I want it to keep working like that. And young people annoy me, and old people are also annoying me yeah so i guess i just yeah i just i just dislike people in general yeah particularly like that one guy that famous philosopher who quoted hell is other people he was right it is other people who did say that oh god i was just trying to say the philosopher that's probably i'm gonna guess no it wasn't keats was it sartre bam Oh, what was, up, Internet? There's a fun name to argue over how it's pronounced. Anyways. <laughs> Charter. <laughs> Charter. I wish there was a very popular uh, philosopher who was like, oh, hey, what's what are your views on existentialism? Well, I think of this. And then they're like, okay, what's yours, Charter? <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, and everybody would be like, did they just say Charter? Make it happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Trudeau... You're fucked, buddy. Like, you're never... We're going to be... The worst thing about this is that we're going to be hearing about this for... What, three more years? Has oh, it been a year yet? God. Yeah, three years about uh, of how Trudeau doesn't care about uh, Albertans. 
do that. Remember when he got in a boxing match with that guy? Before he was anything of, of note, he some one of his uh, detractors was like, blah, blah, blah. And then Trudeau was like, how about we box? And he actually beat him. Patrick Brazou? Brazo. Brazo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Against a conservative senator, which did, was... <laughs> did he win? I think he won. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like 20 years younger than so, that, So, Trudeau... Um, if you're looking for people to beat up, I hear Le- Ezra Levant is in pretty terrible Man, and that's physical the shape. Worst thing. Fuck that guy, and Trudeau just like handed him a platter full of like Shit. anti-liberal sentiment. Oh yeah. Um, which means yeah, we're we're never gonna stop hearing about this. Well, I think see, it used to be you would have people like Ezra Levant, so idiots could out themselves. Because, like, if somebody was like, Haha, I agree with Ezra Levant, blah, 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 you'd be like, well, that guy's an idiot because that is totally unfounded. But now it's just way too many people agree with people like that. And you're like, uh, we need a better litmus test. Yes. Yeah. So do you want to talk about U2 playing Canada Day? Just to say that U2, like, everyone is flipped not out. Canadian. They're not a Canadian band. Uh, I don't care about that because most Canadian musicians are fundamentally awful. And yeah. the only reason they're popular at all is because we have these, like, archaic CanCon requirements yeah. that what, Canadian content make up. Which means on Canadian radio stations, 30% of your playlist must meet the... Canadian content, which is a maple system, which breaks music down into four categories, which is music, uh, production, lyrics, and audio recording. So to be Canadian content, you need three of those. So basically, that's why you have Avril Lavigne getting way popular than she should have, because... She met the maple situation. Same thing with Nickelback. Probably the same. You look at any major Canadian export yeah. in music, and yeah. they they get big in Canada first because uh, this music is shoved down our throats. Yeah, because it's the least shitty that Canada has to offer. Do you want to hear uh, the only time CanCon was good, and I think it uh, totally helped out society worldwide as a whole bon cop bad cop well that too but (laughs) men without hats safety dance men without hats is australian no they're not they're canadian they are from quebec that is not i also didn't know this i found this out yesterday because there was a documentary playing in london drugs so i totally just said that like i was smart holy shit man i know right you were right uh, Talk also, about Canadian accents. Where does that accent come from? The singer from Men Without Hats. Yeah, that's uh, Pop Goes the World. Was there also just oh, a fucking fantastic song. song? So good. Uh, I did not know they were Canadian. Right. So why don't they play fucking Canada something Day? New today? Yeah. Yeah, they would have been a better choice. You two, awful, bland, generic band. I we- like some of their songs. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta defend "Staring uh, at the Sun." And it's fun to sing along to Sunday Bloody Sunday when it's on the radio at work. Mm. Well, in Surrey, I listened to Headley for like an hour, so I would have rather listened to you two better than, than that. Uh, what was that god awful, uh, basically techno album that you two put out in the nineties? That yeah, that's what Staring at the Sun's on. Oh, horrendous! Derek Just... says god awful because he's trying to bait me because I still love techno. <laughs> I will never not love techno. <laughs> I don't know why. Even Just... when you two does like the worst oatmeal interpretation of it. Yeah, it's... 
It, it was old guy techno for sure, but Staring at the Sun, at least, that song was pretty good. I don't know any other songs off that album. But yeah, U2, not a great band. Not And a lot of people, again, this was kind of the, the uh, anti-Trudeau brigade hopped on this. that Because uh, just, Justin Trudeau you know, is personally responsible for whatever the program director for the Canada Day 150 celebration yeah. box is a musical act. Do you want to hear my only uh, defending of you 2 playing Canada Day? Not really. Okay. Okay, well, I set it up. <laughs> God, otherwise, otherwise, we can't take that away. So what Canada actually is, is a constitutional monarchy. Where So what that means is Queen Elizabeth II is technically still the head of state and U2 is an Irish band and they are also a constitutional monarchy with Queen Elizabeth II technically as the head of that state. That is the worst. So I didn't say this was a sound argument. I said it was the, <laughs> the only, only argument, argument to defend it. The, so The only argument is that they're a big-ass, really popular band. Well, basically, if you're bitter about the constitutional monarchy, you could embrace U2 because I hear Ireland, especially now, is pretty bitter about the monarchy as well. Yeah, understandable. Uh, given <laughs> their fucking history with yeah. it. And, um, and a bunch of people dying and shit. Yeah, well, we have the same thing, uh, the Grey Cup, which is uh, Canadian football Super Bowl uh, routinely has... Dude, the Grey Cup is such garbage. Uh, it's not great. It's but nine teams. It's, it's all, is it's, there still it's nine? All, yeah, there's nine teams in the league. So it's like how many make the playoffs? Six? Four. four uh, yeah, no, six. Because there's like a bye. And then the, so six <laughs> so, six out of nine teams make the playoffs. So and then, three teams don't make the playoffs. So you have a one in nine <laughs> chance of winning this league That would every be year. like, that would be, wait. I go, oh, fuck, I got to do this. Okay, wait. So there's nine divided by so it's, so it's so more, that more would, than 10%. That would be like greater than 10%. That would be like like 12%. That would be like the NHL if 20 teams made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh, but same thing because it's a Canadian event, they always want to see Canadian acts and the the Grey Cup halftime show has started branching out in recent years. The year I went, it was in BC. Halftime show was And the worst thing about this is that because we're Canada and we, it's this, this like totally useless sporting event. They yeah. go to book a halftime show, and it's awful shit. Like uh, I saw, the Black Eyed Peas were the halftime show when I went. Granted, it was at the peak of their careers. They are Canadian, and they are, but popular. they're not. They're not fucking Canadian at all. I thought they were. Black Eyed Peas are absolutely Dude, not Canadian. I, I will, totally thought. I totally thought they were. Uh, American American. Why did I think they were? Because they're not good, probably. Why would I? That's so weird. <laughs> Anyways. Any band that you see getting big in Canada that's a Canadian musical act, it's... it's it, And that's not to say they're all awful. Some of them are good bands. They're, they're, Dude, mid-90s, Canadian indie was off the fucking chain. It was great, but again, the like only... Like, by Divine Right? The only reason... Nobody knows who that band is. The only reason anyone... Look them up. <laughs> we should make that our fucking theme song. We're not song. making that our theme song. Go for a ride? We're not doing That's that. That's so happy. We're not. It's not. This okay. isn't a happy podcast. Doughboys? <laughs> Doughboys were a... Doughboys song. Fantastic band. That would be dope. But... Nobody uh, will know who they are. Yeah, they only they only get big because the Canadian government requires uh, Canadian 
content players. And same thing, Canadian shows. Like, when was the last time you saw a Canadian TV show that was any Well, good? I've seen good shows that were recorded in Canada by Yeah, Americans like filmed that, here. Yeah. But, like, you look at shit like Quarter uh, Gas. I think... Uh, Letterkenny's Canadian. Letterkenny's fantastic. That's that's the uh, that's the exception outlier. to the rule because you have yeah. you have what corner gas. You have uh, that other like shits shits creek. Shit, uh, I like <laughs> shits creek is funny, but yeah, it it does have its flaws. Yeah, no Canadian content is awful. Yeah, until they start promoting our podcast. Yeah, at which point I mean, can you radio stations? Play us. This is Canadian content. We meet the requirement. Dale we're, and I are both Canadian. We're totally full on mapled. We want to. We want to look at uh, other. Oh, the, my other favorite thing around uh, Canada 150 was that for whatever fucking reason, this is the year suddenly a ton of people got woke to the fact that Canada stole this land from oh, yeah. Native Americans. Yeah, and like. No one had ever considered this before, and all of a sudden this year, I saw so many people online being like, it's wrong that we celebrate this. Where yeah. were you the past 150 years, moron? Yeah, or even 333 before that. Yeah. Because uh, it's been, we took it 483 years ago. Well, we didn't because I'm not French, and I'm, I've, I was I've got, only I've got French blood. born I've, 37 years ago. I was probably so responsible I for that. was not, unless you believe in reincarnation, I was not, uh one of the perpetrators of this crime i mean really uh, well can we just leave this subject before we get in trouble no no this uh, is this is supposed to be contentious say say your thoughts i'll tell you okay, how I've, dumb and wrong I've, you are i've been told that some of my views have could be considered racist okay um, by your girlfriend who is aboriginal a part aboriginal yes and we've discussed this subject to ad nauseum <laughs> about and basically the only thing we can get the the fucking final thought we always get to is shit's fucked up it's got to get better and we don't know how yeah and that's fine like there's there's a lot even like recent things that have taken place that have been fucking awful like residential schools like this isn't just shit that yeah. happened uh, hundreds like centuries ago this is yeah. this is w- within the past few decades um yeah but and and that's fine and we can acknowledge that and we can take steps to move forward and mend the divide there, but what there I are, don't there's understand there's like a reparation act where they're trying to like I don't know how you would ever do this but they're trying to make goods on what the residential school did to the people and which sucks because there's no real way to get bet, to like get closure out of that because it was a terrible fucking situation and they were pretty bad and yeah yeah i mean uh the canadian government didn't officially apologize uh for residential schools until 2008 i think which is which not is 9 years ago and yeah i think the last one closed in the 60s no it closed later i think what happened was they closed in bc and then some like small small towns in the prairies closed later so i can't even give you the exact date that we stopped having residential schools i could just tell you that it was a frighteningly short time ago it, yeah it was it was very recent they were a fucking awful thing people still uh you know we we like to play it up and be like hey you know in canada there's not uh a ton of racism yeah. At least not compared to the states, but uh, probably the most socially acceptable form of racism in Canada is racism towards First Nations people. Oh, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, it, it fucking sucks. Like, people yeah. are really shitty about it. Uh, and it's even shittier that it is so widespread and acceptable to kind of uh, rag on these people. But you can't just... You can't... I mean, it's good that you acknowledge it at some point, but you can't just, like, wake up to this shit now and walk around feeling guilty about it and feel like that's enough and be like... And these people who are upset about it, like, how do you make it better? Do you just give all the land back? Like, it's... I don't want to sound like an insensitive dickhead, but uh, it's kind of too late for that. (laughs) Like, we can't just give them Canada and the, what, 33 million Canadians? Well, I guess... Probably 25 million Canadians just be like, all right, we'll see you later. We're moving back to Europe. Yeah, we're going back to Europe or wherever else we came from. Yeah. So is that enough of... Of of Canada talk? Yeah. I think think we hit our uh, saturation point on Canada Day. We we definitely hit our Canadian content requirements. (laughs) That's over 30% of this (laughs) podcast. So let's see. We did that. We did that. So, oh, on Tuesday, Facebook hit 2 billion users, which uh, it's not really that big of a thing because not too many people are angry about Facebook hitting that many. But that is a fifth of the world's population is on Facebook. And on one hand, I'm like, holy shit, a fifth of the world's population is on Facebook. But on the other hand, I was like, I thought it'd be higher. You got to consider that's that's without China, where Facebook is banned. Well, that's a billion right there. Yeah, like that's you can't you can't. Uh, I mean, you're technically not allowed to go on Facebook. People do find ways around it. Really? Uh, yeah, there are a, a lot of the communist nations actually are places that because Facebook, uh, a it's it's really great for uh, disseminating information, but it's yeah. also really great at. So the scariest thing about. 5 billion people being on Facebook is that Facebook 2 billion whatever controls yeah the way these people uh, look at the world essentially yeah um, like the, Facebook can can exert total control over what content these people see what news these people see what ads these people see what shows yeah. up they did this experiment uh, that was totally shady a, a few years ago um and it was they basically manipulated people's timelines in um in to show people um it was this this secret study involving close to seven hundred thousand users uh and they manipulated which posts people were seeing in their timeline to see if they could manipulate their moods so they would show them either really happy posts or really sad posts or really angry posts to see if that had uh, an actual impact on on these people's lives, and it it totally did. Like they they found that they can manipulate people's emotions and make them either feel more positive or more negative through uh, what they refer to as emotional contagion. Oh, that's funny. So they did a study that they uh, did in World War Two with <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. So well, yeah, that's basically so they're like, what basically, it is. Basically, remember how the Nazis convinced their whole nation that what they were doing was right. Yeah, if you do that today, it still works. Yeah. Thanks, Crazy. Guys. <laughs> Secret study totally blowing my mind. <laughs> but yeah, they took a lot of heat for that. I don't I don't think Facebook uh, is good. I, I Like, I use it like everyone yeah. else because I have to, but I would never trust. Uh, at the end of the day, they're a fucking corporation. Uh, they're, like, how the whole app was formed and how they grew was, yeah. was through some pretty, like, ruthless... Uh, 
not. Yeah, like Mark Zuckerberg comes off as a giant <laughs> dickhead in that movie. What was it, Social Network? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like him at all. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is also like a robot pretending to mimic human emotions most yeah. of the time. He's currently, I don't know if he's still doing this, but he was on a, like a cross-country tour across the U.S. Uh, people think that he's ramping up for... Uh, p- a potential presidential run in 2020, <laughs> which, like, fuck, man. If I can think of one thing that would be worse than Trump, it would be, uh, it would be like soulless automata and Mark Zuckerberg. It would be like, oh, you hate when idiots who are overly emotional affected by every post they see on Twitter. How about the exact opposite yeah. <laughs> who doesn't have actual feelings? Well, I could see Mark Zuckerberg just like crunching the numbers in his head and being like, yeah. you know what? We're going to kill and eat homeless people now because it just <laughs> makes sense. So, yeah. like, it's like, we're not going to call it Soylent Green because we learned from our mistakes. The uh, focus group kind of vetoed that. But uh, I kind of like Facebook. You know why? Not because I'm actually very in uh, attached to what everybody's doing or whatever, but it's really affected the amount I have to use small talk. Like, I don't have to be like, oh, hey, what's new with you? How are the kids? I could just go on Facebook and be like, yeah, kids are still alive. You seem to be all right. Your house is still there. Okay, good. We're good. And I don't have to like... I'm more in touch with like distant relatives and everybody that I've ever been before because I don't actually have to talk to them or interact with them. And I could see what it's like to be a farmer in Saskatchewan without picking up my phone. So it is good for that, but it's really awful in situations where small talk might be required. Like, uh, so have you been dating since Facebook came out? No. Oh, like going out gone to on, find dates? Like, yeah. Like oh, yeah, dates it's terrible. With, so, like, not not meeting, but let's say, so you meet someone for the first time, you make conversation with them, uh, and you kind of get to know them, and then, let's say, after the first date, which, by the way, I'd be really curious to hear, at what threshold do you add someone that you're seeing as a Facebook friend? Oh, not you, making it relationship official, but you add them as a friend on Facebook, you so you add can them their shit. As a person who was just dating a lot, well, a year ago, I would add people I was interested in dating as a friend and be like, they'll be so impressed by the shit I do. Spoiler alert, they weren't. (laughs) That was actually the absolute wrong thing to do, and I should have made my Facebook uh, private. Yeah, or created a second Facebook profile that made you look like a better person. I remember the day I found out, like I I went on a date off of uh, Tinder, and then I was talking to her, and she was like, oh, so I Facebook stalked you. That's the cute term of saying I'm a crazy person, and your Facebook makes you look like a crazy person. <laughs> and I was so defeated. I was like, oh, my God, I can't pretend I'm smart anymore because she knows me because she saw my Facebook profile. Well, okay, so that's the other awful thing. So if I would add someone before we went on a first date or may, maybe after a first date and before a second yeah. date, you show up for that second date and where you would normally continue the getting to know someone process, Yeah, you sit there and you already know everything about the person yeah. because you've absorbed their entire life through their <laughs> Facebook. So yeah. uh, you just sit in an awkward silence and get mind-rippingly drunk. <laughs> yeah, and you can't be like, 
Hey, remember that thing that happened four years ago on your Facebook feed? Whatever happened yeah, with that? Yeah, then you just look weird. Be yeah. like, I want to follow up on this you, uh, you get no closure <laughs> on the mysteries of the other person's <laughs> life. And be like, oh, they posted once like a year ago, oh, my dog's sick. And then they never post a picture about that dog. And you're like, wait, did the dog die? Can I ask this? Will that just make her sad? What's going on? And then, no, you can't. You just can't. <laughs> can't. Yeah. The worst, the worst is when you're on someone's Instagram is the worst for this because it's very easy to accidentally like a post. So you're like, you're deep creeping, like, not <laughs> like not only back. like weeks, but yeah, like Derek said, four years back and you're like, wow, she was hot. And then you like accidentally, like you're going to scroll up and then your phone freezes. So you like keep moving your finger to scroll up and then you accidentally double click a picture and it likes it and then it was like a picture with her and her mom or something from four years ago and you're like all right i just have to delete her number because there's no coming back from this because now there's i look no coming back. I, I can't just explain what i was doing because i was curious i just have to eat this and never talk to this person again or see where this romance could have gone. Pack up all my shit, move into the mountains, yeah. not uh, associate with other human beings anymore. Yeah, and another problem too is I don't know how to dance around this, but there's been a couple situations where I looked like a crazy person. I'm going to say by accident nah. because mm. my self-esteem would suffer if I admitted <laughs> this was on purpose. But where it kind of gets away from you, you're like, you're like, make plans with this girl and then she blows you off and you're like and then she's out on you see it out on Facebook and she doesn't know you're like looking at her Facebook yet or her Instagram and you're like oh my god my feelings are hurt but I can't address it and then this goes on and then you just blow up and you're like yeah well two weeks ago on fucking Instagram you were with this friend when you told me you couldn't do stuff and then you just you sound like a crazy person you're the crazy person if someone said that to me I would be like why are you watching my but in my defense media? you should have just hung out with me I mean everyone would do this I think there's yeah. not a person who would be like it's hard not to like it's like once you know the evidence it's hard to not throw it in their face yeah like, that's a normal thing to do, right? Just throw stuff in people's faces like that? I think, no, I think most people would have the, you know, wherewithal to to not mention that they had seen that. And they would just carry it around inside of them until they died of a tumor. Yeah, but, I guess. That's, that's another good point about not drinking anymore is I don't get, well, I, I drink, okay, full closure, I drink about one beer a week. But, Whoa, uh, check out Mr. Party Pants well, I, I just here. feel guilty saying I'm sober when I'll still have the ability to drink. I just shouldn't because I have gout. Heck, you still. So it's not, <laughs> so it's not like a social <laughs> thing where I'm like, I'm better because I don't drink. It's like, if I drink, my limbs hurt, so I'm not going to. <laughs> it's like I got a di disease that has yeah. been eradicated since the 1700s, <laughs> and now I can't drink yeah. alcohol anymore. So anyways, the best part about not drinking is I don't accidentally just get more angry than I should and kind of unflip the switch on information. I wouldn't say sober, but since I'm drunk, I can. So that kind of saves you a lot of embarrassment and, I guess, potential I'm a creepy person. It does. I think a lot of people would still kind of let loose with that shit, even if they were sober, just because... They, they can win an argument with Well, that? no, they don't don't have emotional self-control, maybe. They, like, uh, <laughs> make other people Emotional self-control. Is that even a real thing? 
But yeah, so you can see that Facebook really impacts our emotions uh, in a wide variety of ways that I don't think anyone would have considered before the emergence of social networks. And the crazy thing is, if, if Zuck, and I'm sure he realized this, <laughs> Zuck. If, if Zuck wants to run for president, I'm sure that he can, uh, he could win very all, easily. All he would have to do is say... If you don't vote for me, you don't get Facebook anymore. <laughs> That's all That's he would it. have to do. I'm taking all your president. family's pictures. Yeah. You can no longer creep on people he, you're going on dates with. He would be like, with. well, since I'm a super smart guy and I don't have feelings anyway, I'm going to make voting online. And if you don't vote for me, you have to go with whatever Trump's version of Facebook would be. Well, and that's the other crazy. Like, imagine if you had to vote using – because Facebook already kind of does uh, – identity verification like you can't create fake profiles uh in like fake names like you used to be able to back in the day it's like they'll actually suspend your account if you try to create oh, really? a fake I, I believe so i still see the occasional one on there but yeah, yeah by and large uh they've they've really eliminated so if you have a verified facebook account that's tied to your actual um your actual uh identity what what's to stop Facebook from taking over being like, hey, we're going to partner with, uh, uh, you know, governments and, and departments of elections and you and vote Equifax through Facebook now. And fuck your credit score. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, you should. Uh, there's a great I'm going to drop some books, going to oh, drop some books here. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where Derek talks about reading. Oh, here's the thing. This, this was also recently made into a movie. Uh, OK, I like movies with Tom Hanks in it. Uh, it was probably boring. And it's actually, uh, it's what it's movie? a book by Dave Eggers. It's called The Circle, and it's about this Facebook-style company that, that basically rises up and takes over everything. So Is it's that a social the one network. where he, like, looks at paintings and stuff? I don't fucking know. Does he look at paintings in it? Yeah, like, and then they discover the true, like, codes that were hidden in paintings. No, that's the Da Vinci. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on that book either. God awful I, shit. I was actually trolling Derek. I knew, I knew it was. Oh, man. Uh, I, I just like to Tom Hanks, Emma Watson. Uh, oh, I like Emma Watson. Yeah, it actually looks uh, like the book was great. The movie. The book was great. The movie was released and nobody really talked about it. So I'm assuming it was not that good. Well, the thing is, nobody talks about movies anymore because there's so much content to watch out there it's not a big deal if a movie gets out because you're like oh my god i had nothing to watch now i can go watch this movie i guess unless it's a superhero movie and it's a big deal that there's a woman in it touche oh did you see that alicia silverstone's like i don't get the big deal with wonder woman wait okay so (laughs) alicia silverstone (laughs) like yeah she baby birds her kids when was the last time you were relevant also i think the last time she was relevant was when she baby birded her kids which means she chewed up her food and spit it in her kids mouth wait is this an actual thing yeah if you're not puking right now you're mark zuckerberg with no human emotion (laughs) because that is full-on fucking gross mark zuckerberg is like that seems like a very efficient way to feed our children i've crunched the numbers and uh (laughs) it seems like davy baby birding uh pre-digesting uh nuts and uh complex carbs which would be hard for a baby to digest uh makes a lot of sense uh, vote for me in 2020. That's 
great Zuck impression, buddy. I never want to hear his voice because I forget what it sounds like. And I'm just going to pretend that that's how he talks. That was actually pretty accurate. I don't think you were far yeah. off. He does does talk like a... Uh, Nerd? Like a mannequin come to life, kind of. Can we still talk? Just call them nerds? No. They, oh. they control us now. Uh, they control everything. Do we have time for any more? Do you want to end it there? If you want to do, like, rapid fire... Uh, okay, I, I, I want to talk about this because I... I commented it on it before, and I know people have been waiting. Oh yeah, the German. All right. Very hard to sit. And plus, without that Alicia Silverspoon stone stone interjection, this <laughs> would have been stone. this would have been a sweet segue because we've already talked about Germany and Facebook. So, anyways, Germany passed the door is squeaky as fuck. <laughs> Germany passes uh, this law called the Network Enforcement Act which will come in effect in October. And basically what that means is on social network programs, they have 24 hours to remove hate speech. Otherwise, they will face a fine of 5 to 50 million euros. And I don't know the fucking exchange rate exactly right now, but I know euros are more than a dollar. So 50 more than a million dollars is a lot of money. I want to say... I get why Germany's a little twitchy about yeah. hate speech. Yeah, I guess I like, can see why they would want to leave. Oh, and also, um, here, sorry, I actually wrote down what the... Okay, the Network Enforcement Act, which will go into effect in October, Stop says, reading things in that voice. I like that voice. It makes me sound smart. Okay, we'll go into effect in October. Okay, I'll read in a normal voice. We'll go to effect in October. Says that social media platforms must remove hate speech defamation and incitements to violence statements that are also illegal to make to make in the country the law also requires the social media platforms remove nazi symbols and holocaust denials which i am all aboard on like if you're making nazi symbols in this day and age in germany no less take a book or take a page from derek's book and actually read a book because you're never going to get anything you want no matter what it is if you align with the nazis no one will ever hear any argument you ever have to say about anything as relevant. Uh, there's a wide segment of people in the United States who, like, granted, they're not going to gain any Yeah, but they're, they're not going to help like, you no. get anything done. Uh, but, yeah, I, I get why Germany is very concerned about hate speech, shit yeah. like this. Last time they, they let that uh, run amok, it cost them a fuck of a lot more than 15 million euros. Yeah, so, and... Uh, Usually in a situation like this, you'd say overcorrection, but I'd say this is almost on par correction. I'm I'm all for free speech, uh, and but again, you know, in the historical context, yeah, uh, of Germany, yeah, maybe we walk off the the Holocaust. Yeah, you know for what? You know bit. what? I'm gonna say this. I don't believe in free speech. Because everybody who brings up the term defending free speech usually says something either annoying or idiotic. Yeah. Like, I believe in you can say stuff that doesn't hurt other people's feelings who aren't too touchy. Like, actually, that's hard to say because then that's kind of... Okay, I I agree with free speech. Well, that's the thing. Because I like stand-up comedy. Who determines what's too... Like, who are you going to... And that and that's the problem. That's where we yeah. run into problems because it's such a subjective thing. Like there's yeah. probably people uh, all over the world who aren't offended by uh, Holocaust denials or swastikas. Yeah. Those people are fucking awful. But-, but what I what I think is um, okay. I'll, I'll keep my statement. You don't have the right to use Nazi symbols or deny the Holocaust. That's fine. 
But other stuff, at least when it comes to stand-up comedy, like, oh, what was that guy? Jeselnik? Jeselnik? How do you pronounce that guy's name? Anthony uh, Jeselnik? Yeah, he was a special on Netflix called Thoughts and Prayers. His stuff is very offensive, which translate directly into hilarious. It's and great he, comedy. He doesn't talk about the Holocaust, I don't think. I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, out of all the comedians out there, I think he is the best at taking really, really offensive shit and kind of turning it on its head. Yeah. Like, he, he'll never tell a joke. Okay, he'll tell a joke and your immediate response will be like, holy shit, I yeah. can't believe he said that. But then you think about it, and yeah. uh, like he he is making a lot of really insightful commentary by saying the most fucking awful things. Yeah. Uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, you should check it out. Uh, it should be like, uh, like anti. Oh, what's that like? When you have to send someone at work who's a dickhead to uh, what's that word? Sensitivity training. Yeah, it should be anti-sensitivity training <laughs> to give people so they can like stop being butt hurt too easily. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have a podcast anymore. No, that's true. Yeah, and okay. that would be awful. Okay, don't go to unsensitivity training. Keep feeding us valuable content that we can uh, make jokes about and talk about. Yeah, uh, there were a ton of comments on uh, our, our soliciting uh, outrage. Which here. we like. We're, we're going to fly those through those super fast. Yeah. Uh, Some fast hot takes. The fast, uh, Crystal Cook, girls who pee all over toilet seats. That's a problem as old as time. That's uh, something Learn that... Learn to pee standing up. Here's what I do. Just sit on the seat. Like... Yeah, it's gross, but... What that is? You just sit in another person's urine? No. The reason they're pissing all over the seat is because they're hovering. What I'm saying is, here's a little life hack. You carry some fucking hand rub antibacterial stuff, and you put it on the seat, and then you wipe it down, and it kills all the germs. Then you don't have to worry about hovering or any other barbaric act like that. Like, see, the thing is... Girls are always like, oh, my God, guys are so barbaric. And then they they pee sitting down without sitting on the toilet seat. Like, granted, that's going to be a pretty good quad workout, but I'm not doing that. Could what? you imagine hovering while trying to poop? So here's the thing. In China, where I was. Did you guys know Derek went to China <laughs> and he's now worldly? That, compiled with reading books, makes him way smart. Uh, the standard is is squat. To- I don't know if we discussed this after I came back, but the standard is and I, I think this is in uh, other places out east. Other poor countries probably. But, uh, out I, east, like in Ontario? I don't even know it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's squat possible. Squat toilets in Quebec? I, I can see them in like Newfoundland and shit. Uh, they're just like holes in the ground and you just squat on, on either side and it's supposed to be better. It's supposed to be better for your stuff. To, they probably have. <laughs> Nobody probably have correct Derek on this. I just want to go on <laughs> believing that they have squat toilets. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's true. This is why I'll never <laughs> they go there. eat poutine while squatting. <laughs> but okay, so it it works better for your system. <laughs> I'm dying. To I'm dying. Like think about it. Oh, you, like that squatty potty with the unicorn. Yeah, it's like saying there's to, like a band in your colon because like cavemen squatted to poop so it like it's like your colon is more straight in line when you're squatting with your knees to your chest yeah so you should poop like that because your butt doesn't go 
directly down from your butt, your back. That's so why they have them. Down, it curl, yeah. Plus, I think they save on uh, like porcelain or whatever because it's just a hole. Yeah. In the ground. But it's they still have like a seat on it and stuff. But you just like you squat. I'll demonstrate for you when we're done. What do you do with here. your pants? Well, yeah, that's the that's why I was too scared. How to do you use hold them. your smartphone? I don't. I didn't. I can't poop. I was so smartphone. worried because I keep my phone in my back pocket, right? And I was yeah. like, well, this is just gonna slide out directly into the squat toilet. Yeah. So. Oh man. So funny thought. I was uh, like, a lot of girls have always been like, why do guys always bring their phone to the bathroom and all this stuff? And my girlfriend included, because she doesn't, which I don't. What understand. really? Yeah, she doesn't go to the bathroom with her phone, which. Is crazy. Yeah, it seems but weird to me. I came up with an answer because the other day at work, I forgot my phone in my toolbox. And I don't know if you guys have jobs like this where if you're like, go to poop and you're like, oh, I can't poop because I don't have my phone and you go back, they're going to think you're wasting time and give you shit. So basically, I had to go to the bathroom without my smartphone and it was a horrible experience. I was way too aware of what was going on. <laughs> I was thinking about I my feel body. everything. Like, you shouldn't be aware of what your sphincter's doing. And I'm sorry if this is a little bit explicit, but that's why guys bring their phone to the bathroom. So they don't have to think about what their body's doing. Now we're going to have to put the parental advisory icon on this podcast. Haven't Dale, we thanks sworn a lot. Yeah, no, we have. Uh, we we swear all the time. I've, I think this is the first sphincter reference we made, however, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in all 12 episodes. Yes. I mean, sphincter's not something that comes up. Like, we're not talking about, like, submarines or like space stations where their doors are a sphincter style where they close on all sides at the same time uh, do they call those sphincter doors I'm not we're, we're moving I, I'd, I'd we're imagine I'd imagine that scientists thought of a better word than sphincter we're moving on from this it's just the the, the sphincter Oh yeah, we're supposed to be going quick. So we, we had a couple guys uh, talk about uh, cyclists riding bikes on the sidewalks. Again, cyclists them. do not do this. Sidewalks yeah. are for pedestrians. You are officially a vehicle. You are, for all intents and purposes, you're a fucking motorbike. Deal with it or drive a car. Bike lanes, ride on the road. Don't ride on the sidewalks. That's awful for everyone. You make everyone else who rides a bike look like a dickhead. And you can use crosswalks, but you have to get off your bike and walk through. That's the official rule. I don't do that. That's a dumb rule. I don't. Fuck it. Oh, you gotta. You gotta open the I door of do your that. car and Flintstone across a fucking. Well, no. if you're gonna use a, a pedestrian crosswalk, you would. I uh, don't ride a bike, so I also don't break any of those rules. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for us this week. It hurts my taint. Uh, as always, I'm Derek Bolin. I'm Dale Deruder. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can. Uh, Tweet us your outrage. Hopefully next week's a, a better week. We talked about Canada. Way I don't know. That, that pee on the toilet seat. That was, that, yeah, it got good for the last 10 minutes I'll there. Bore some good fruit. Fucking civics lesson otherwise. Uh, you can tweet me yeah. at herder6rs. <laughs> Six R's. Uh, Super Dalebot. Uh, or you can tweet the podcast at outragefactpod or email us at theoutragefactory at gmail.com. Uh, until next week. Stay angry. Bye.